0: So, for the last few weeks, we've been bombarded with Christmas. I'm sure you'll agree. Whether it's been music in the shops or adverts on the television, the message seems to be, the more we spend on someone, the more we love them, and vice versa. It seems to suggest that money buys happiness. And those who don't buy the most expensive gifts for their loved ones aren't as happy. Now, John Lewis... Had a lot at stake this year. Their last festive advert had many in tears and was responsible for takings of about 500 million pounds last Christmas. So they had a lot to live up to. And this ad this year hasn't disappointed. With a touch of the classic The Snowman and a beautiful cover of a classic Christmas number one, John Lewis are hopeful that their tagline, Give a Little More Love This Christmas, will once again entice shoppers into parting with their hard-earned cash. So, watching this advert got me thinking. And I've been thinking that this advert actually has a lot in common with the nativity story. The snowman goes on an epic journey of love, which I understand is made more difficult by the fact he hasn't got any legs. But that's another matter. It replicates the love that is shown by Mary and Joseph, who could have really done without that journey, with Mary being heavily pregnant. They had been tested to the extreme, but their love and faithfulness to God was apparent. In the face of adversity, Mary and Joseph stayed true. And at one point, when we see the snowman having a snowball thrown at him, we might draw yet another comparison. There's no doubt Mary would have had harsh words said to her. And behind her back, And possibly people may have even thrown stones at her. Such was the extent of the severity of having a child out of wedlock in those days. People didn't understand that the child was born of the Holy Spirit. It comes back to the sentiment that you have to see something to believe it. And that's something that's later reflected by Thomas, who couldn't understand how something seemingly impossible was made possible by Jesus Christ. Unlike the advert, though, the true message of Christmas is not one of exclusivity and exclusion, but one that is inclusive of everyone. None of the characters or the events contained in the Christmas story were likely to have been considered the right way for a king to enter the world. Firstly, Mary herself was still very young. She was probably not much older than 15 years old. She was unmarried and therefore looked down on for becoming pregnant. Joseph was a carpenter. He worked with his hands doing a manual job and uh, was potentially what we might call a bit of a lad. He probably was a bit rough and ready. The donkeys never actually mentioned in the Bible, but has become a popular depict- depiction, probably again because the donkey represents diversity. No king would ride on a donkey, but Jesus did many years after his birth again. The stable Jesus was born in, again, isn't mentioned. But we know that he was laid in a manger and because there was no room at the inn. A stable would have had a manger because of the animals being there. So that is likely that he might have been born in a stable or in a cave, which really isn't that kingly. The shepherds were dirty, unwashed men who lived with sheep in the hills surrounding Bethlehem. So they were probably very rough. They had to protect their sheep and as we know, sheep aren't the most intelligent of animals and they had to protect them against lions and wolves and big scary animals like that. So the the shepherds were probably quite tough. They probably weren't the kind of people you'd expect to be visiting a newborn king. And finally, the wise men travelled from many miles away to see Jesus. They probably endured countless danger along the way and They visited Herod, who was the most important man in the vicinity at the time. And he didn't go and visit Jesus. In fact, he tried to kill Jesus off. Not something that should really happen to a king. Finally, Jesus himself, perhaps the most unlikely guise for a saviour to all of God's people. James Alan Francis in the book One Solitary Life describes Jesus in the following words. Here is a man who was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He grew up in another obscure village where he worked in a carpenter shop until he was 30. And after three years, he was a preacher. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never owned a home. He never had a family. He never went to college. He never put his foot inside a big city. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He never did one of the things that usually accompany greatness. He had no credentials but himself. He had nothing to do with this world except the naked power of his divine manhood. Whilst still a young man, the tide of public opinion turned against him. His friends ran away. One of them denied him. He was turned over to his enemy. He went through the mockery of a trial. He was nailed to a cross between two thieves. His executioners gambled for the only piece of property he had on earth whilst he was dying, and that was his coat. When he was dead, he was taken down and laid in a borrowed grave through the pity of a friend. Nineteen wide centuries have come and gone today, and he is still the centerpiece of the human race and the leader of the column of progress. I am far within the mark when I say that all the armies that ever marched and all the navies that were ever built, and all the parliaments that ever sat, all the kings that ever reigned, put together, have not affected the life of man upon this earth as powerfully as that one solitary life. The whole story is one of such diversity that it's surely meant for everyone. Christmas is one of the only times of year that many people want to hear a true Christian message Because it's one that is accessible to everyone. We can all understand it. Our saviour is a saviour who loves. It's easy just to think about that little baby born in the stable at this time of year. It's a nice story with animals and stars and lots of things that we like. It's perhaps more difficult remembering that that baby boy grew up into a man and 33 years later, sacrificed his life for every single one of us to enable our sins to be forgiven? Will we be people who are prepared to start or continue on that journey of faith? Will we stay faithful like Mary? Or will we falter when times get tough and people say things we don't like and stones are thrown at us? So this Christmas Day, let's flip that John Lewis tagline of give a little more love on its head where they're aiming to get across their earthly message that spending is caring let us remember that even if we can't afford the most expensive gifts for our loved ones that christ showed us a different more accessible kind of love one that isn't exclusive and is for everybody regardless of who they are he loves all of us even though we are sinners and that love will never cease regardless of money education or status This Christmas, let's be willing to receive a little more love, a love that Jesus Christ, our Saviour and Lord, freely gives us and wants us to receive with open arms.